Peter Brock, the head of macro solutions at the Old Mutual Investment Group. Somebody lit a fire under our banks and insurers today, Peter Brook. Who was it? It was quite fun, wasn't it? Um, the truth is, it was on quite small volume. And actually, if you look during the month, they shot up, they crashed down, they shot up. It's quite a lot of volatility. Um, and they're not really making... If you look on a longer-term basis, our financials have underperformed very sharply. They haven't made that much headway. They are exceptionally cheap. Why today some buyers turned up, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. But um, it shouldn't be surprising on a risk-on day in terms of global equity markets that we do well. Um, because if you think about it, we sort of, we're the tail of the dog. So we move around quite a lot. We do. We certainly waggle, um, and, and, and uh, it, gets, it gets a bit nauseating sometimes. Uh, but today was a good day. We saw financial stocks in very big demand. A couple of the property companies were in big demand. And uh, I suppose the currency is absolutely critical when it comes to the gains we've seen in commodity uh, shares because the commodity prices themselves have been away for a week. They've softened quite sharply. That's right. Um, there was a definitely this month you could see sort of the last couple of weeks, there's been a bit of risk off. Um, so the dollar came back a little bit. We've seen some of the precious metals come off, particularly um, the gold price come off quite a lot in that environment. Um, it feels to me like we're in a, almost in a troughing period where you're getting this high level of volatility as you're getting um, some great value opportunities, but the market's uncertain of how to push it through. You know, I was thinking about it. This is the type of space where you almost need a Warren Buffett coming in and buying big stakes. It's harder for us asset managers because typically we tend to be, we, we would have made our investments already. So there isn't a lot of cash lying around looking for a hoe. But now is the time where you could get some really big value opportunities um, I suppose it's a bit challenging because a lot of our billionaires have, have lost a lot of their money. They have, um, and so lots of... Mark lots of is not going to be buying any assets. And, um, <laughs> no, they're this not. Is, this, is, this should be the classic environment for a Christo Visa. Unfortunately, um, he, he has bigger problems at the moment than uh, whether to take advantage of cheap shares on the JSE. Because, I mean, we do have the news this week, and it will be coming out uh, in the next day or two, on the unemployment stats. And they're going to be horrific. I mean, Bloomberg is tracking 83 countries and says South Africa is going to have a world record of unemployment. And they're forecasting unemployment rate of 34.8%. I mean, it's an astonishing astonishing indictment on the multiple failures in our economy and I suppose that is underpins absolutely everything in terms of confidence in our markets I think that's right but to sort of make a new story that South Africa's got high unemployment I don't know of any time in my career where that hasn't been true um, in terms of a new story um, I've so I don't see it as a new story or a particularly relevant change. What I'm seeing is actually activity levels are picking up. I mean, you just said you've been away. Was the traffic heavy on the way home? 
Uh, the traffic was heavy coming. Uh, we were coming back as the traffic was heavy gone the way out, um, where other people were going out. I mean, I was in Sleepiesville uh, for for an entire week. It was brilliant um, from a personal perspective, but devastating when you look at just the businesses that are folded in in small towns South Africa at the the municipalities that are taking strain. I mean, you get a very clear indication of, of real struggle. I think that is the big risk, and that's the big uncertainty in terms of when you look at some of these assets, like the financials that were up today, the reason they're so cheap is it's hard to price what's happening on the ground, what's what's happening on the underlying um, story, and it's that small-town risk in terms of bad debts, your vacancies. Um, interesting, Liberty two, uh, Liberty 2 Degrees had a trading statement out today, and some of their more their smaller malls or their more regional malls had the best footfalls. So your community centres, um, which actually have exposure to government grants, have held up much better than your prime Santon real estate space. So it's almost it's, it's it's a little bit unclear as to where the safest space is at the moment. So the area that is the safest space would be civil servants because they've got good salaries, they haven't paid any petrol, and they've been sitting at work saving. So there's that, sorry, sitting at home. Um, so they have more spending power. The big losers, on the other hand, are the people who've lost their jobs, which is your unemployment issue. Interesting, I don't know if you follow Cyril's newsletters on a weekly, ba- on a weekly basis, um, but today was probably one of the best that I've seen for maybe a year. <laughs> We're certainly talking up the issue of uh, of procurement of power supply. Finally, um, the guy who was in charge of um, the war room at ESCOM as deputy president, um, who's not you know, accepting any liability on behalf of his party for 12 years of inaction on energy, uh, but finally acknowledging the crisis that we face in a serious way uh, with the... Um, new procurement opportunities that have been made available by the energy minister, Guerra Mantashe, finally coming to the party. If you want a single growth driver that could transform South Africa, it's sorting out electricity. It's yeah. stepping out the way and allowing the private sector to do this. We've got loads of um, competent companies who can self-provide electricity. So relax the regulatory burden, open it up, um, and I think you'll unlock huge levels of growth. And not only that, in terms of the investment, but also in terms of the certainty of su- supply. So that if you know that you can, um, if your mine can run, if your factory can run, you might do a little bit more capex on the side to extend a seam or add on an additional line. But when you don't know that you can operate, then the risk is too great. So I think... But if I was if I was the president and I was going to choose a single issue to get right, it would be this issue. So it's critically important. What's a little bit disappointing is some of those issues. So, for instance, freeing up the regulation of between one to ten megs of power was announced years ago, and it actually hasn't happened. So this is the time we the the country is in a tough space. If you're going to make a difference, it's this one. It's electricity. And that announcement has been made now. It's about the officials.
putting that announcement into practice. Thank you, Peter Brook, the head of Macro Solutions at the Old Mutual Investment Group. And this is a positive, hugely positive move, massively positive move. Uh, but the proof of, I don't know, the, the light switches in the flicking. If, you, if you're not going to get any uh, energy going through those light switches, then uh, all the regulatory changes that you bring are worth absolutely nothing. It's about putting those thoughts and those words and those regulations into action and allowing the private sector to do what the private sector does best, and that is to find the opportunity to make money.